Hello and welcome to the Teacher Talk podcast from Tips for Teaching. In each episode, we, that is Laura and I, are going to invite you to join us as we chat with teachers, educators and others connected with education. In this episode, we're chatting with Drew Morris, a newly appointed assistant head teacher at Aurea School, responsible for the wider arts education of the school's students. Enjoy the show. Okay, so it's recording now. I'm going to introduce it and then flick to the questions. It's dead professional, like. Uh, right, so, um, welcome to another episode of the Tips for Teaching podcast. Laura and Paul interviewing Mr. Morris. Do you want us to call Mr. Drew? Mr. Morris, that's a bit official. It is a bit official. Yeah, can, can we call, call you Drew? Drew? Of course Wonderful. You can. Right, well, bear with a second. We have some questions and I'm going to flick to them so that Laura doesn't panic. So yeah, we so can see what we're going to talk about today. To but effectively, we are going to talk about the arts because your role as assistant head teacher is to look after the arts. It is. Um, can we start by asking you to just give us all and listeners a background to how you came into education, why, and how long you've been in it? How I came into education? Well, um, it was a bit of a, a weird one, really. Started off as an actor, training as an actor, um, and then tried to find fame and fortune, and that didn't happen. Um, and then got into kind of in the still in the, within the arts, but in, with the BBC, etc., and working behind the scenes on BBC and on posts. Um, so I was I a major fanboy moment with that one. <laughs> Absolutely. So I was a production team assistant um, on at the BBC, and then while at the BBC, really enjoyed it, but not great pay to be said. And in in terms of wanting to move up, it was quite slow, and I wanted to move up. And then me and my wife, quite weirdly, in the same year, having just bought a house and just got married, we both decided to go into teaching. So we gave up our jobs um, and went straight into teaching. So we we did the um, PDC. um, Same place together? Same place together. Joe went to primary and I went to secondary. And then, yeah, so the journey began there. And that's how I've been teaching nearly, that was in 2006. So it's just a year we've done that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, 12 years. Um, and your special subject is? Special subject is drama. Um, and in my NQT year, I was made head of drama um, because the head of drama went on to maternity leave, so I covered for her. And then she came back, and I stayed at that school for two years, and then got my next job, head of drama, um, at a school in Hales Owen, which was lovely up in Birmingham. So I, I learned amongst more interesting schools, I have to say, quite challenging schools, because um, my NQT schools were at Morsel, so some quite challenging pupils, and then became head of department at Hales Owen, and then happened to bump into my old head teacher from my secondary school. Mr Walker? Um, no, Mr, well not a head teacher, he wasn't a head teacher then, but um, Mr Harris, okay. who was our, our tutor. Our, our tutor. Um, sorry, yeah, Laura. I love this. Laura. We should probably tell the listeners. Yes. Go on, me, explain that. Me and Laura, um, we went to school together, and we were best friends at school. Um, Especially so yeah. through and sixth form. And now to be working with her, it was um, it's, it's been brilliant. Um, so you yeah, bumped into. Oh, no, I mean that. I don't. I'm not just saying that. Um, and then so I bumped into the. Um, he was the head teacher at the time at Lartmead, and he just said, "Oh, what are you doing?" So I'm just teaching now. Um, or what subjects are head head of drama? And he saw oh, this happens to be an opening for that. Would you like to come? Um, and interview for it, so I did it and got that. 
so I spent nine years there and now come to Aureus. <laughs> In which case, then, you've, that's like the first whole section Have of I? our interview. Yeah, that's Sorry, really... Look at that. Me. No, so, Laura, do you want to um, ask okay. this one, our next sort of real hit at this one? Big... Uh, yeah, it means a lot to me this one so how important are the arts for you in education massively important um for me because i think we're all different and there are lots of different pupils out there and i think we've all got different interests and i have to say the way education is going at the moment in terms of the academic side and progress eight etc there's less it's becoming much much narrower in terms of the creativity that you're allowed to express um and it's all academic subjects, which I, I would have struggled with. And I think, I think sometimes we're setting some pupils up to, to fail by putting them into these subjects that they're not like that. Because at school, me and you, we, were, mm -hmm. we did art, we did drama. Yep. If a dance was on the curriculum then, I would have done dance. I'm a creative person and I learn creatively and I express myself creatively. It just just remind me, you had a lovely note from a student, didn't you, yes. today, who isn't what you would call a typical drama no. student, and what did she no. say to you? She made my week, actually, because I've had a bit of a tough week, um, and she um, sent me the message saying, Sir, um, I don't like drama, but I love your lessons, um, and you're actually in the activities that you do, and you are helping me build my confidence, and, and what boost my confidence. Um, so I think it's lovely, and I think it's... There's, there's so many um, people these days that have confidence issues and being able to express themselves in different ways um, creatively I think is really important. And I think you've got to have that release, you've got to have that. I think drama is so important for them to get used to the social side of things as well. We're so much on our computers now, you have that opportunity to, to talk, to, to talk, you know, to experience what body language is about and emotion and um, understand facial expressions yeah. and some of them they'll be missing out on that because well, they go home and they go on their computers and that's it. It's all on computers, isn't it? You're sat at home, you can communicate with your friends at home without having anybody in your room. So it's quite, although you're quite isolated, you're still talking to your friends, but you miss out on those facial expressions, you miss out on that to like tone of voice when you're texting, mm -hmm. etc. And I think that's part of the issue we have these days is that it is a lot of everything is electronic and so therefore we're missing all these signals, the subtle signals that we give off in terms of... It is difficult, I'm going to say, there's, there's some pupils that find it challenging and it's really daunting for them to come into a room and basically perform, but it's a slow process and I think it's small gains and, and just seeing that person make that one step and just step out in front of mm -hmm. it and, and try and have that little bit of success. It might not be an Oscar winning performance, but to have that little bit of success I think it's so rewarding. And imagine what a school would be like if we took away the arts. Mm. Imagine what the students' day would be like and if in those a lot of things schools, didn't that's, exist. That's, that's becoming the norm, is when funding cuts have hit, it's, well, we can't afford the music teacher anymore, so music will disappear off the curriculum. We can't afford drama, but we've still got art, so we're doing the arts. So but we'll aren't, just, aren't those the subjects yeah, where you have, to, you have to work together? In teams and when you go out to the big wide world you have to work together and mm -hmm. so you've got all these kind of subjects where you're working on your own then we need those subjects where you do have to it's problem solvers and creativity it's kind of like using your imagination you all need all that it's not all about right or wrong answers um, and I think that's just really important and I think I haven't got any research to back this up but isn't there um, 
teaches. I don't need research. Or teaches. We're Anecdotes just gonna, will I, do. I just, I just know this. Just, <laughs> but isn't like China, etc. That they were very all about like um, learning and just all academic. Mm. And they're realizing now they're struggling. They're, they're actually having to teach creativity because they've got these really intelligent um, people coming out with all these amazing grades, but they can't work as a team, they can't mm. um, problem solve, they're not creative enough. So. And actually, in you know, in business, that's what people are now looking for. Mm. They're looking for people with a creative approach. They're looking for the people that can think differently mm. about things. Bill Gates and those are like Google, aren't they? Google, in terms of, yeah. they all look, want creativity because it's coming out with something mm. that's not there yet. Creative mm. people with the skill set that was once deemed not part of the creative side. Mm. That's what they want. It's the soft skills, isn't it? Yeah. It's the softer skills that you're, you're, you're looking at. When you talk to the kids about coding and, and stuff, from my point of view, when you, you know, they, there's the jokes that coders are the kids who can't communicate socially and whatever, they're the ones that will sit in front of the computer. But actually, if you go to Google and you see how they work in teams, mm. you know, on whiteboards and on desks and also as teams, so those you can't get away. There's still a need for those guys that sit in the corner and will crack straight on and do the bit. But actually, to communicate as a team is massively important. I think what's what I love about our subjects is, is creative subjects as well. Is part of the whole process is allowing yourself to be wrong. You're doing a piece of art. Yeah. You've got to work out what's not right with it first of all to be able to improve it. Do a piece of drama, and I keep on saying rehearsal is where you can get it wrong. And I put a quote up in my drama studio. Drama studio is where you can get it wrong until you get it right. And it's kind of, and even then, it's never going to be perfect. Um, so you're constantly having to kind of evaluate your own work, and I think that's a really healthy thing to do. And, but I think a lot of pupils fear being wrong. Yeah, and it's building resilience. Just thinking about what you were mm. just saying about this is where you can make mistakes. Mm. There is a lot of um, students who I've seen, you know, they're, they're in tears about going to maths mm. because they they can't do it. Yeah. Um, actually, using the create creative subjects alongside that to build their resilience yeah. will actually help them to face those things that they find more challenging in subjects and in life generally, mm. won't it? Um, if you look at the engagement we had this week with our off-timetable day, mm. so we call them STEAM days, off-timetable day and we based it all around the theme of someone's murdered the head teacher mm. and they went from subject to subject learning stuff but it was all around the theme. That final assembly when those kids were in the hall. They were massively engaged. Yeah, and you had two teachers kind of having an argument with each other and all the police thing. And but those kids were out of their seats cheering. And you can't deny that the level of engagement that that the conversations we had yeah. in terms of like the scientific com- that coming from it in terms of in drama, just we were just doing reconstructions mm. and getting them to kind of like. I saw the photos tweeted. There was some cracking, yeah, some cracking moments caught. Like but looking at it from that person's point of view, and again, I think it's another thing about um, drama in particular, but. but being able to empathise with mm. putting yourself into somebody else's shoes and sometimes that could be a better place for a, a person, uh, for a pupil they can actually pretend to be somebody mm. that mm. they're not and that's I think that's really important mm. So we've touched on the steam day there but highlights for you thus far because you've only joined us we've been mm. here a year and a bit now um, and you've joined us this year mm-hmm. even though you had a whole year of waiting excitedly in the wings yep. and like a <coughs> true uh, actor you've come on stage now Absolutely. so why, once on stage as it were this year um, what have been the highlights so far? Um, Shakespeare Schools Festival we do. We started straight away as soon as, we, um, as soon as I started here and again seeing, seeing these pupils again any time I put on a performance 
it's a stressful time anyway. Did he look stressed doing... to you? Never. No, oh, no, not at no, all. No, no, no. <laughs> I need to work on my own facial expression and body language. <laughs> I'm stressed. But um, it's any drama teacher out there will realise how, <laughs> how stressful yeah. it can be. And it's that constant, this isn't going to go right, this isn't going to go right. And, and, but then to see when it does and it all falls into place, and literally that can be the day before or the hour before, and then to see them thrive on stage and just they just do you proud and I get I get quite emotional sometimes. And so this was how many of our students? Yeah, seven. Twenty two, I think. Twenty two eleven year olds um, um yeah, yeah, seven at the theatre. Performing Shakespeare, yeah, performing Shakespeare in professional theatre, um, making sense of Shakespeare as well. And what we had some lovely feedback in terms of we performed as you like it and it's quite a challenging, quite adult themes actually. Um but they made sense of it. And that's part of the journey for me is just getting them to understand what that language is and how beautiful the Shakespeare yeah, language yeah. can be. Sometimes just the imagery that you get from it. Um, it was amazing. So that was a massive highlight for me. Um, other highlights I'm looking forward to in terms of the collaboration with, with Art and Laura. Um, but there's, I feel that we haven't had enough time at the moment to, to yes. get stuff sorted. Yeah. And I think one of the big things I want to do as a faculty is just have some like a, a big idea like meeting where we just put down reach for the stars sort of thing this is what we'd love to do um, and try and get as many ideas down as possible um, we've got we've got an exhibition coming up yeah. um, I was just thinking about that yes. where we're going to hopefully be collaborating across the whole school in terms of showing creativity I've got staff who are going to be um, displaying some of their creativeness I've got all different subjects hopefully going to be uh, paying into that as well um, but it's the first opportunity that we've had as a faculty to kind of work together so hopefully there'll be some music and possibly a little bit of drama club or something to, me, so. um, to kind of add to our big opening event um, and we've amazing because another part of my role is the community as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and having that with our local because we're quite lucky in terms of having like a really engaging theatre that wants oh, the arts centre is brilliant yeah. it's fantastic um, so Which to, to is, that, is it the called the arts it's called the cornerstone yeah um, so that would be really exciting there's loads of stuff I want to get the community and I want to find a way of kind of getting the community into the school because I think that's quite important and um, what do you hope? <laughs> so I'm just reading, reading off the I script, like the script. <laughs> very naturally. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> so, as a, a creative teacher, and with all of these wonderful things that you've got planned, what are you hoping the impact is going to be on our children? To have more of those people, like, um, like that year year eight people that sent me that notes seeing their confidence because I am I, it has been a bit of a shock coming to um, to Aureus and seeing there are quite a lot of people that haven't got that confidence yet um, and for me to be able to grow with those pupils and hopefully see them become more, much more engaged in the arts I mean they are engaged anyway they haven't they've had some experience of drama with um, with Miss Wilson teaching it last year um, so I just want to see that kind of grow and their confidence to grow and obviously we've got so much exciting things coming up in terms of whole school productions when we get a bit more um, people mm -hmm. in the door and how that can bring everybody together. Oh, I'm making um, some wonderful memories. Yeah, 
it's amazing. You, you you definitely remember. You look back on those. When we, we were in we, we were in <laughs> loads. View from the bridge together. together. View from the bridge, absolutely. <laughs> um, what else do we do? We did pantomime. Pantomime. Oh dear, yes, we did six more pantomimes. Oh no, yeah. Sorry. I was oh, Aladdin. Yes, we did. You were Aladdin. Yeah, oh, was a little bit. Um, that, so if you think of that? your experiences, so look at you two easily. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, for, for anyone listening, you can't see the looks between these two as they burst into laughter. It's the rubbing of the lamp. It's wonderful. <laughs> so if we were going to think of your experiences, that's fine. Your experiences. Yeah. And how the fact that you can sit here now at the ages you are both at now and laugh and and bring back all that happiness from those memories. Is that the legacy you want? You see those yeah. subjects, those creative subjects yeah. to have on those kids? Absolutely. I think it's just so, I mean, we, we, well, that's how we got, became friends really, yeah, isn't it? Through, through art and through drama. Yeah. I have to say, I've got it, because a lot of people say to me, why did you get into drama? And it sounds a little bit cliched, but from being bullied at school, I chose to go to drama club to avoid the bullies. Mm. Um, and then that's how mm. I, I got, I kind of got in with, with, yeah. with Laura's crowd she, she oh yeah I was leader of course yeah, absolutely yeah. Um, and I think that was really kind yeah. of see drama important. for me was important because I was so shy back then believe it or not mm. um, it, I was able to be a different character so I it was I could kind of pretend to be something else mm. and it, it really helped my confidence drama it was amazing how different people are always amazed that I would go on stage and be these characters like the nurse in Romeo and Juliet mm. and things like that because I never said boo to a goose, and they're like, this is the same person. My parents were always absolutely <laughs> amazed by it all. And it has, it's, it really had a huge impact on me. Because um, I think you're allowed to put that character on, right? when you're on stage, you're that character. Yeah. And that's why I find a lot of people, I can still get nervous about delivering assemblies. Mm. Yeah. And they're like, I why, do. you're an actor? And I said, but that's me, I am up there having to deliver these. And when you're, playing a role you're a yeah. different person I think that's something really important for pupils to be but that, that's a, so there's your experiences as adults when mm -hmm. you think back to what you got from it and you, you, you started talking about that child that said their confidence not their favourite subject but they can feel their confidence growing mm -hmm. so already having that same impact yeah. it's kind of interesting to when you look generational that that need still exists so it, all children good. need that do even more so, maybe. I, I yeah. think more so. It's like I don't know what yeah. it is. I think it's. I think they just. We used to be able to just go around the corner and meet and play blocky, mm. or <laughs> you know, Kirby, whatever it was we did around the corner. Yeah. I don't see the kids doing that so much anymore. I know certainly with my own children, I'm more nervous about letting him go out and do things like that. Mm. Um, Have more freedom, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, and. To be honest, I kind of think, you know, he wants to be indoors more with the computers and things like that, so I'm trying to encourage him not to do that. But that's the majority of their experiences. So they're kind of missing that creativity yeah. at home, though, isn't it? I'm not saying that, but being out and about and building They're missing that social, oh yeah, that yeah, social time. There's, there's that creative yeah. Yeah. part of it there, isn't it? So how can we, maybe that's a little challenge for us, Laura, how can we get them to be creative at home, not just in school, mm. and to, to push that out. Right? Maybe Even if that's summertime projects. Yeah, Even maybe we add that to that the sort of book before project, they first yeah. came, it's their summertime project. Yeah. I remember when we were kids, every time our family blessed them around our house, if we had aunties and uncles around, that meant all the nephews and nieces were around. 
and it, bless them, they, the adults couldn't go home mm. without having to watch a performance that we'd put together, you know? Mm. <laughs> Poor oh. parents. Um, a video yeah, there, there probably is somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But that is that is that different now that kids just would never, you know, that kind of play might be totally different to kids now compared to. I don't know. Generation. We might be we might be completely generalising. Yeah, true. Think, Very um, true. Yeah, but I think there is there is an argument that there is less creativity out there. I think it, it, I see it in my own son. I, I mean, as a creative person at the moment, the computer, the PS4. Is kind of his life at the moment, um, and that's what we're trying to work hard at because it is easy. It's easy to let your child just go into the especially when you're busy and you're Absolutely. working long hours. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think and I think there's a lot of pressures on on parents these days to because it's they are very busy in terms yeah. of work yeah. and being a parent. Well, I am um, very lucky to have a studio in my garden, and very often in summer holidays I end up with a bunch of kids yeah. in the studio my you know my son's mates come round and actually they I gravitate towards there and they'll sit around they sit around the table and they all of a sudden it goes quiet because they're all sat there drawing and coloring and they're doing all those lovely things that actually perhaps because the PlayStation's normally in the corner and they can see it mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. choose to do so often mm. um, you know and I think I think I'm I'm very lucky to be able to have that in my back garden, but um, I think, like I say, the PlayStation t- those things do take over because they're there, yeah. and of course out there it's not there. You can't see. But then it, again, that is the future as well, isn't it? Technology is kind of like the future. Oh, we're opening up. Is that not where? So is that where is that where the the whole cross curricular stuff comes yeah. into play then for you? And that's that's for you this year is working out where is the creativity in those subjects so we don't write a single subject off mm, by yeah. saying you don't do creativity in that subject because you can it's like your computer it's, science you know, lessons they aren't without they aren't without creativity I mean I walk mm-hmm. in your room and I can see all the different displays mm-hmm. that you've got oh, like this the, year the whole room's been de- this term it's been decked out like a bunker in um, during the second world war and the kids have been doing encryption and decryption mm-hmm. but they've been playing the roles of um, cryptologists during the Second World War, and they've loved it because we've said yeah, next door fantastic. Alan Turing has his team wearing hook B, so we're doing this. And halfway through a lesson the other week, I played the air raid siren, and they all dived under the desks, mm. and they probably <laughs> went. Well, you know, they were thoroughly involved in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's that memory as well, isn't yeah. it? Because I think I mean, and studies have shown that that there is a science there that committing something to memory has to memory has to be far more than simply sat there doing it by rote. When I did history. Um, I had an absolutely amazing history teacher that would let us write all the facts down. Um, Miss Jones, do you remember Miss oh, Jones? Oh yes. Sorry. And we um, we um, drew everything. Yeah, that's so oh, our homeworks were I to write that. down all the facts you've got, but with drawings. And I spent hours it on those homeworks. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And look yeah. when it got you, there's engagement there and yeah. beyond yeah. what you would normally going above and beyond. Yeah. yeah. So if you're gonna if we're gonna round this off, yes, um, before we ramble down every other path possible, um, what do you want to be? What do you want to be able to say at the end of your first year in post here? Oh God, that's a Bro, big question. What did you I, say? I can't remember what I said. I did you ask me that? I don't question. think I even asked you that question. I think I'm being unfair and asking you, you this. Is, is um, apart from I survived. Um, that is a big one. That is. I just want to have a bit more the arts to be I mean the difficulty is is 
this is an amazing school where the arts are at the heart already and mm. yeah. um, so I'm not I haven't got a massive battle here um, and I think it's just to continue that that working together um, but what what Laura didn't have last year was just Laura on, on her own we've now got music we've now got drama mm -hmm. so we are able to be a proper arts faculty yeah. um, we've got DT coming as well haven't we so we can yeah, bring yeah. all that together um, and I think just to have and I think we can have just a massive impact and I want it to be, I want it to be seen and visual, mm -hmm. which is you're doing a lot of now. There's loads yep. of art up on the on the um, on the walls. walls yeah. and it's absolutely fantastic, and I just want to see those memories being built. Yeah, I like and, that. and memories being built. Absolutely. And and from my point of view, what's brilliant is the fact that um, <coughs> I've got somebody now who's going to help to make that grow. Mm -hmm. Who's in a position where they they are within leadership, mm. so we've got a voice within leadership. Sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. I think we can leave it there. Then. Thank you very much. No, thank Drew. you. Enjoyed it. Thank you. And Laura, thank you, thank you for co-hosting. No problem. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us feedback via your podcast provider. Leaving your feedback via podcast providers like iTunes means we move up the recommendation lists and other educators will find our show recommended to them. Thank you and happy teaching.